Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The Super Bowl champions of two years ago, they're bad. A team we thought might compete with the Bills for the AFC East title, they're the worst. So many surprises. Which is the biggest one? Tina. Hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Programs. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Nothing, and I mean literally nothing, should surprise me any longer about the Dolphins. Yet somehow each week there's one thing that occurs to me where I'm like, wow, I didn't see that coming. They're the gift that just keeps on crapping on you. Ken Levick alive on a Monday here on ESPN 106.3, free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios. Easy for me to say. Let me redo that. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, right off the Intracoastal in the Phillips Point Towers. And because it's Monday, that means that uh, we have uh, someone who's almost as petty as me hanging out until 1 o'clock, and that is Theo Dorsey. You see him and his smiling face on WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, he is the star of weekends, making sure you get all of your high school football highlights, your college football highlights, your, unfortunately, NFL highlights. Theo, really, really good to, to commiserate with you once again on a Monday. I feel like that's all we're doing now these days. Yeah, it, it seems like almost like a funeral vibe because every <laughs> yeah. single Monday, morning. Yeah, it's following a Sunday where it's, yeah. wait, wait, why was the NFL thing such a sad thing for me to deliver to people? Can you remind me again? Because it, it's it's just bad. Most of it's just so bad. None of it brings me joy. The it, Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins are the worst. <laughs> You're a Panthers guy. They're not bringing you any joy. Well, you know, at least they got me started. You know, 3-0 three and in the beginning of the season. I was singing the praises of yeah. the defense. I was, you know, putting my Sam Darnold pom-poms on and then and then Sam How Darnold. How are those Sam happened. Darnold pom-poms going? Have they disintegrated into dust? How's that happening now? Uh, you know, they're starting to see ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> In true Sam Darnold fashion. So Theo Dorsey here until 1 o'clock. Uh, and, of course, Christina Costanza, Tina home team, for some reason, is back here. Uh, how long are you here with us uh, uh, until... I think today's my my last day for now. Okay, we'll see. We'll see how Until the next you force you know. your way back here because yeah. I'm telling you this is a utopia compared to three o'clock. That's not true. Josh Cohen on the home team three o'clock. Christina, uh, you can hear her uh, there. I want to talk about surprises today, and they can be both kinds of surprises. You know, Theo, there's the surprises where. You don't see it coming, and you're just sort of strolling along, and all of a sudden, someone does something nice for you. Either A, uh, someone compliments you. Hey, your hair looks good today. Your outfit looks good today. That's a great fit. Or a family member who comes and says, hey, I, uh, I just fell into some money. You need a couple of thousand? All right, now that's never happened to me, <laughs> but I'm hoping that someday that does happen to me. Uh, or the aunt you never met who died, and for some reason you were in her will for like $500,000. Like, that's good. That's a nice surprise, right? Then there's the bad types of surprises, like walking down the street and stepping in dog crap. That's a bad surprise. Uh, like showing up to your home and realizing the punk teenager across the street spray-painted your car. That's a bad surprise. The Dolphins, for me, are like walking down the street, and I'm looking one way at a beautiful rainbow, and then a Toyota Camry comes from behind me and takes out my legs. 
Okay, <laughs> like that's what the Dolphins have become. They are that surprised. They are the physical injury, didn't see a car coming blindside type of surprise. The Dolphins being the worst team mm. in the NFL, they, you make a strong case, and I think I can prove that they are the worst team in the NFL. That's the biggest surprise of this NFL season to me. I, in my wildest dreams, and I should not have been surprised, but I did not see this coming. When you have Tua, and we'll get to him like we always do, I won't disappoint you, but when you have Tua and you have a revamped offensive line and you have that high-priced D-line, and you have the highest-paid corner in the NFL in Xavier Howard. You have all of these pieces that won 10 games a year ago. I, in my wildest dreams, could have never even conceived that the Dolphins would be the worst team in the NFL. The offense is lethargic. The defense is completely non-existent. And this isn't the Jets where you have a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. This is an established now veteran coach. This is a team that has a quarterback that has played 13 games. That is a group that has been together for, at its core, three seasons now. It is a team that was coming off of double-digit victories a year ago. Uh... The Dolphins are the worst team in the NFL because of those reasons. There's no excuse for them to be 1-6. There's no excuse for them to be even mentioned in the same breath as the Jets and the Jaguars. Yet, here we are. The fact that you can even make the argument means that they are the worst team in the NFL because of the experience circumstances surrounding them. I shouldn't have been surprised, but man, the the worst team. Not bad, but the the worst team Mm. in the NFL. So you think that if we did a college football playoff-style bracket, you put the Dolphins, Jets, let's say Jaguars, and Lions in it, the Dolphins, I guess if you win, you advance. So you think the Dolphins are losing the first round mm-hmm. of that one? Yeah, I think, I think they're, they're bounced. So Dolphins, Lions today, who would you pick? The Lions, because at least Dan Campbell is showing some backbone. He's kicking onside kicks. Uh, two minutes into the game. Yeah. He's going for it on every single fourth down. He's trying to win. The Dolphins, they're still so conservative, mm. and they put themselves in such boring, bad situations where you just wonder, hey, you've lost five in a row. Maybe you should take some risks. I don't know. Just me. <laughs> and so for the, the Lions seem like they're enjoying playing for Dan Campbell, even though they're bad. I don't think this Dolphins team likes playing for Brian Flores right now. Xavier Howard yesterday at times looked like he didn't even want to be on the field anymore. He was part of a play where they got torched for 50 yards on a touchdown and it was about 70% effort. I mean, that that is an indictment of the coach. What about you? What's your biggest surprise of the NFL season? My biggest surprise is literally the one that should probably take the nation by storm and everybody's surprised by the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, there's no way you could have told me seven games into the season they have a losing record and they got just just washed by the Tennessee Titans. Like, they didn't belong in that game. And I, I wasn't so surprised when they lost to the Chargers, okay? It's an it's a interdivision game. It's Justin Herbert. It was actually a one-score game. Uh, the Bills blowing them out on primetime, a little shocking, but it was a weird game. The weather delay in the middle, you can make excuses about, okay, the line wasn't right, the rush defense wasn't, whatever. But losing to the Titans in a 1 o'clock kick in a game where the Titans had a short week, and Patrick Mahomes having as many interceptions as he has games for the past 16 weeks in a row. Like, this is something I never could have saw. They were infallible, and I talked to you about this before. Like, they were 
joking about going 17 and 0 yeah. this year. Yeah. They were like and, and, and people were taking it kind of seriously because it's like they were that infallible team that always found a way they're down 20 in the playoffs and win games. And to see them just literally look incompetent at times is weird. Let's hear Damian Woody discuss the Chiefs. He was on ESPN yesterday, and this is Damian Woody's take on what the problem with the Chiefs is. There's a couple things going on with the Chiefs. Number one, defensively, this is a bad defense. They can't stop anyone. But the problem with the Chiefs, Chiefs offense is they turn, they're just turning the ball over. Like, we've ne- like this is something that we haven't seen out of Chiefs since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback for that unit. And so what we saw from the Tennessee Titans today, defensively, their front four got after Patrick Mahomes. D'Amico Autry had two sacks. Bud Dupree, you know, getting his first taste of action. You know, he had a sack. Harold Landry had another sack. So they really got after Patrick Mahomes. And when you're a bad team, man, these type of things just keep piling on. That's going to really have to continue to resonate for me to believe it, but Damian Woody's right. that the, the Chiefs are a, a bad mm. team. Like they're, they're bad. And you're right. They were infallible. What they've become is the, uh, the, the, the hot shot, like 16-year-old music sensation, puts out a hit album, and then two years later, they're in the throes of a meth habit in <laughs> some basement in suburban L.A. Like, yeah. They've just completely fallen from grace. They can't do anything right. They need a football rehab. They need someone to step in and say, hey, this isn't right. You need help. And right now, I don't know who comes in to help the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes isn't protected, but also Patrick Mahomes has become... Uh, really reckless, yeah. and he's paying for it. He should have thrown like 19 interceptions last year, and everyone was dropped. This year, DBs aren't dropping Patrick Mahomes' interceptions. They're you know, bad. Last year, I compared the Chiefs to, and I probably shouldn't have did this because it was it, it, it ended up being true, Tiger Woods on a Sunday. The Chiefs come out in that red on a Sunday, and <laughs> you remember back in the day when Tiger Woods was Close on out, that golf man. course, yeah. and it was an intimidation totally. Factor. And that's probably why they were dropping picks last year. It was like, oh, this is Patrick Mahomes throwing this ball. It must not be for me. Yeah. And now it's like Tiger Woods post, you know, what happened. I'm not talking about post-injury recently. I'm talking about, you know, what happened with the whole Thanksgiving Day thing. And then now people are just beating them. <laughs> and they're not afraid of them. The, the Chiefs took a, an eight iron to their rear view yeah. uh, window. That's what happened to the Chiefs. It, it, something happened. They had a Tiger Woods incident. And now all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden they're Tiger Woods post that oh, and they're man. wearing the same red on the Sunday but it just doesn't have the same the effect. Chiefs went to Perkins and everything changed after that uh. so for me the Dolphins being the worst not bad but the worst team in the NFL that's my biggest surprise of the season for Theo the Chiefs being bad just bad that's his biggest surprise of the NFL season what's your biggest NFL surprise so far in 2021 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 tweeted us at ESPN West Palm again 888-760-3776 your biggest NFL surprise of the season is what now Theo we're focusing on the negatives here with the uh, Dolphins being the worst team in the league and the Mm. Chiefs being bad but as far as positive surprises go the Bengals Mm. the Bengals going from awful to hey I think we're a playoff team Joe Burrow now that he's healthy and I crapped on Joe Burrow because I'm pro Tua for my entire life just shoot him into my veins but uh, I I didn't think that Tua was really out of the conversation with with Burrow from what we saw last year, I thought they were fairly even, and I was wondering why Tua wasn't getting the same uh, treatment 
that that uh, that Joe Burrow did, but Joe Burrow has come back. He's completely under control. He is protected. Jamar Chase is a flat-out man. man. And that defense going to get FAU's own Trey Hendrickson has transformed that front four into something beastly. They have been as impressive as you're going to find in the NFL. They're a legit playoff team, the Bengals are. They are, and then they had that tight one with the Packers that they should have won had it not been for all those wacky field. They could be 5-1 and one right now. Or, yeah. what is it, 6-1 and one right yeah. now. Absolutely. It's wild. And, and and you add to that the the Cardinals. I, mm. I thought they were good. I didn't think they were undefeated good. I, I started to believe in them, started to think, hey, they're legit world beaters after they went in and beat the Rams, but now they're just taking the hammer to people. And Kyler Murray continues to be a surprise for me. I, I did not think at all that Kyler Murray was going to be something or someone that was going to be able to succeed in the NFL with Kling, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. They're really fun, and they're really good, and they're really potent, and you have the feeling that they're going to be there really deep into the postseason. Yeah, well, they, what they've done with Kyler Murray is surround him with talent on the offensive side of the ball and then make the defense competent and then roll them out there and said, hey, throw the ball around. You got A.J. Green, you got... You know, DeAndre Hopkins, Andy Isabella, Rondell Moore, Chase Ed- I mean, they have weapons on that offensive side of the ball. And then they have a guy who's as creative as a Russell Wilson running around and throwing some magical pass. He looks great. Yeah. They look like – and they. So we start the season, everybody's like the NFC West, the best division in the co- in the conference and whatnot. And everybody had Arizona fourth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're first. And yeah. they look like they're they're going to take it. Yeah. I, I, don't see, I don't see how they get slowed down unless Kyler Murray gets – Injured. Yeah. Other than that, they're they've already sent the message sending victories. Yeah. They're they're the top option right now in that division. What or who has been the biggest NFL surprise? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. On social media at ESPN West Palm. Toby Srebnik tweets, I think it's five and two Cincinnati. It's easy to say Arizona, but Murray's played well before. No one knew to, uh, what to expect from Burrow this season. Chase was not good in the preseason. They're the biggest surprise in a tough division. It's that division, too, that... Yeah, it's a tough. I don't think it's as tough as the NFC West is if you want to compare the Cardinals. But when you look at that division with the Steelers and with the Browns and with the Ravens, the fact that the Bengals have come out of there looking as good as anybody or even better than than some teams. I mean, yesterday was the litmus test. Yeah, and if you can beat the Ravens like you did. And wasn't that in Baltimore? It was. That is insane. So if you can beat the Ravens like you did on the road, then. I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility to say the Bengals are the best team in that division. It's hard to argue against. And this goes back to the Dolphins being the worst team <laughs> in the NFL. Because guess who could have been a, uh, a Miami Dolphin? Jamar Chase. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, if they would have stayed tight at three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could have been Jamar Chase, who has become a prolific deep threat. Yeah. And this is not anything against Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddell, again, he's fine. Mm-hmm. He's fine. He's dependable. He's good. Was he worth the number six pick? Was he worth giving up number three to go down to six? No. And at this rate, the Dolphins are going to give up their number two, maybe even number one overall pick because of that deal as well. And the fact that the Bengals went and got that guy and the Dolphins are stuck with a slot receiver that they don't know what to do with yeah. at all, that is continues to compound the problems for the Dolphins. And it's further proof why they're the worst team in the NFL. 
you, you can't look at the Jaguars offseason, at least from a personnel standpoint. You can't look at the Jets offseason and say, oh, they, they, they had a worse offseason than the Dolphins. No. Like now, now that we're seeing the progress report, it's a big fat you. And I know something about it because I got a lot of U's on progress reports when I was growing up. What's you? Okay? What's you? Unsatisfactory. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Unsatisfactory. Tina, were you, uh, did you get in trouble if you brought home bad grades, by the way? I didn't really get that bad of grades. Okay. What was like so, a bad grade in your world? Like a, a D was bad. C's were acceptable. Oh, really? Yeah. C's were accept- I acceptable? I across the face. With I, I, I would have been kicked out of the house. Go, go stay in the garage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, Greg. C's were okay. Wow. I, C's Your parents become, are great. They didn't become <laughs> they okay to, uh, for my parents until I made them okay. Whereas, like, I bring a C home every week, and it's like, all right. <laughs> but you know I what? didn't get a C <laughs> until like high school. I so. love, I love Theo tempering expectations. Yeah. <laughs> like for for me, C's were not fine up until college, where yeah. then like I was able to convince my parents, hey, I'm going to get the degree. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is fine, no big deal. I'm just living my life. Where are we going to, Tina? Rick and Boca Raton. Rick is in Boca. Rick, you're on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Rick? Hey guys, you know, no question that the Dolphins are dis- are very disappointing. But to say that they would lose to the Jets, I I I, <laughs> I don't think that's true. I, the Jets are just horrible. The, the Dolphins have got problems, but the Dolphins aren't quite as horrible as the Jets. Rick, are you a, are, are you a Jets fan? No. Oh, okay, okay. Because I, I was just wondering what your expectation was for the Jets. Because I do think that matters. We all have our personal biases. For me, thinking that right. the Dolphins would go and compete with the Bills to the abject horror show that they've become, I think that might be skewing my thinking a bit. But I, you cannot argue that the Dolphins' offseason, especially the draft, the way it turned out, uh, there's no one that touches how bad that ended up being. Well, that's very true. I, I think Ross is in a real, real tough spot here because clearly Chris Greer has to go. I mean, he's lift on too many draft picks, but the problem is when you bring a new GM and they want their own coach. Um, I- I'm not convinced that Flores is, 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 is deserves to be fired. No, uh, no. Maybe he Maybe he does. Maybe he does. But, you know, you're, you're right about Xavier Howard. It's funny how when guys get paid, the effort seems to drop off in some cases. It right? really seems I mean, like he's disgruntled past a point where it's going to be tenable. That was very disappointing. You thought everybody was on the same page and appreciate the call. But seeing that yesterday, and again, this is just me and the eyeball test, but that did not look like a guy who is a top-notch corner who's just loafing on a deep ball. That's, yeah. that's just bad. The yeah. optics are not good. If a dope like me is seeing that, imagine what a talent evaluator is actually <laughs> seeing, you know? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick alive. We'll have Marcel Louis Jacques for our Dolphins deep dive. The NFL Nation ESPN Dolphins reporter does a fine job. Uh, and by the way, he broke news this morning that Sheldrick Redwine has been uh, signed by the Dolphins. So former University of Miami product is uh, headed to see what he could possibly do for this Dolphins team. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Uh, the surprisingly uh, uh, academic average, <laughs> Tina Costanza, uh, here with us as well until 1 o'clock. I'm Ken Levicka. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. Now, hold on, Tina. 
Before we get to Marcel here, I we were talking about your fantasy football team in the break. What did you say your team is? My fantasy team is great. <laughs> I don't know why she said it like Tony the Tiger, but I actually, and then she's like, it's kicking butt. Yeah. <laughs> Who is. are you? Who are you? I am. I'm kicking butt on my fantasy team. Who is, you have Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. What were you saying, Theo, over the break? Cooper Cup is like on pace for what, 1,900 yards? 1,900 yards and 22 touchdowns. <sighs> Man, he's gritty. He is gritty. <laughs> Got a high motor. High motor. Guess you could say his cup runneth. Over? Oh, my uh, gosh. Come on, kid. TV guy. You appreciate it. Kid, I that. loved it. Honestly, yeah. I loved it. Let's that wasn't go. even bad. Let's go. <laughs> Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Christina Costanza. I'm Ken Levick. It is Ken Levick Alive here on ESPN 106.3, presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. This is your pathway into the sports industry. Uh, you could uh, you could say, oh, Ken, that is, what? Uh, why should I take your advice? Well, you could go to fau.edu slash MBA sport and see for yourself. The dozens and dozens and dozens of FAU MBA sport management program students, they've gotten their degree, they've gone on, and they have gotten a job in the sports industry. This is the red carpet. This is how you get your in. And Theo, I know you've gotten these these questions all the time. I do as well. How do you get into sports? I'm sure Marcel has gotten them plenty. How do you get into the sports industry? How do you do that? Well, I'm, I'm giving you a foolproof way right now. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program on campus. Take these courses in Boca Raton, or you can take them online, remotely convenient for you. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program, internationally ranked. This is one of the finest, not only in the state of Florida, not only in the country, but in the world. It's the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Dr. Jim Reardon, the man in charge, my good friend. That's FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management program and by the way uh quick uh, shout out to Aziz Alshire former FAU linebacker for his interception on that awful Carson Wentz decision last night on Sunday night football now the Colts would come back to win but Aziz it's always always nice to see a hometown guy go and make a big play Big thumbs up, and we hear that a lot. Carson Wentz, uh, mistake. So he capitalized. <laughs> that's good to see. Now he's now he's sort of the Dolphins set him right. That, that, that's proof that they're the worst team in the league. The <laughs> Dolphins said Carson Wentz right. Speaking of the Dolphins, time now for our Dolphins deep dive with our friend Marcel Louis Jacques. He's the NFL Nation reporter, ESPN, covers the Dolphins, and he's back with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Marcel, thank you for hanging out with us on this Monday, and I, I do want to put you on the spot because Theo and I have been talking about uh, the biggest surprises in the NFL this season. I say the Dolphins being the worst team in the NFL is the biggest surprise. Theo says the Chiefs being a bad team are the biggest surprise. What would you say for you is the biggest surprise so far? Oh, I would say the Chiefs, the Chiefs being a bad team. Uh, you know, the, we, I think we all gave them a bit of the doubt through a few weeks. And so, you know, they're, they're just slow. Uh, they're, they've been through it. They'll, they'll snap back. Uh, getting pummeled like that by, by the Titans and getting spanked by the Bills, dominated by the Bills on, on Mass TV, I think it's pretty safe to say. Like, they're yeah, yeah, they were they were infallible. Oh, sorry about it. I think we're having uh, you're a little choppy, Marcel. Hold on one second, Tina. Let's put him on hold and just uh, make sure we can get uh, Marcel in a a better uh, location here. I think his cell phone is chopping up a little bit. Marcel agrees with you that yeah. the Chiefs. It, it's not even it, it, yeah, they're bad. It's the shocking descent into what they are right now. And there's time to 
pull through it, but we've seen them in some pretty big moments just completely face plant now. Yeah, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, especially because we were so wrong. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, there's not one person who's going to say, oh, I, I pegged the Chiefs for being a bad team. Yeah, no way. Uh, Marcel, uh, now that we've uh, we've got Marcel back again, Marcel Louis-Jacques, NFL Nation, Dolphins reporter, ESPN. Read all of his work, ESPN.com. And he did break the news today that former Miami product Sheldrick Redwine is headed to the Dolphins practice squad. So good work, for, uh, as always, from Marcel. But, Marcel, I want you to listen to something I know you heard already yesterday, but this is to a tongue of Iowa after the game yesterday, and then I have a couple of questions for you off of this. This is to a tongue of Iowa post game after yesterday's loss. I respect, you know, what Flo does, and you know he's he's transparent. You know, he he sits me down, he tells me what's going on. Um, he has you know, conversations with Greer, and he kind of keeps me in the loop with all of those things. Um, but yeah, that's you know I hear it, but. So, Tua discussing whether or not the constant Deshaun Watson rumors are a distraction and saying that, hey, uh, Brian Flores keeps me updated on everything that Greer is doing. That's seemingly the first true confirmation we're getting from someone in the organization that there is a pursuit for Deshaun Watson, right? Um, Sort of. You know, it's kind of an admission that they talk about it. it, it, we don't actually know the contents of that conversation. We have it confirmed, you know, several of my colleagues, you know, Jeff Darlington, Chris Mortensen, Adam Schefter, all, Jeremy Fowler, have all confirmed the Dolphins' consistent pursuit of Deshaun Watson. And, and that's why that report last week that a trade could be done by the end of the week, uh, you know, I had a source tell me that, you know, the rumors are false. And what it meant was, there's no development mm-hmm. in that conversation. It is exactly it's as true to today as it was last Wednesday as it was in August. You know, it, it, it just it hasn't moved. I think the ball right now is kind of in Houston's court. But yeah, I, I, I think it's it's kind of interesting because I mean, you see both sides of it, right? Like one, you, you don't as a coach, you, you might not want to burden your second year first round quarterback with. Trade rumors, you know, as you are preparing to stop a five-game losing streak. But at the same time, like, I, I think as an adult, Tua probably appreciates the honesty mm-hmm. and, and, like you said, the transparency. But uh, either way, you know, I, I said after last week or last night's game that, uh, yeah, we're going to have to prep for a hell of a week here yeah, because uh, the conversations are going to continue. Marcel, you, you said to me earlier today when I talked to you about coming on the show again today, you had some bars to unleash on these Miami Dolphins. Let's go. I just want to set you up here. It's not even in the form of a question, but drop some bars because I know there's been a lot of tweeting, a lot of memes dropping. I saw that Dolphins uh, Jordan crying face <laughs> meme. What do you have right now on the state of these Miami Dolphins? Yeah, you know, I think uh, both sides need to realize something here. And it's a thought that popped in my head last night. Two is not the problem. All right, like quarterback play is not the problem. Do some bad interceptions. You can kind of explain away some of them, but he's not the problem. Yep. Right? These past two games, he's completed 75% of his passes, Mm. 620 yards, six touchdowns. He just threw four yesterday. First time ever throwing more than three. These are two, it's the best two game stretch of his career. Mm -hmm. And the Dolphins still lost to the Jaguars and the Falcons. It's enough of a disappointment 
if you're a front office, to legitimately question the ceiling of this team as currently built. And that applies to Tua Tungo-Bailoa. That applies to Brian, Brian Flores. That applies to Chris Greer. If you're Steven Ross, I, I think you're watching your team slowly become one of the worst in the NFL. Yeah. Despite this quarterback playing out of his, you know, by his standards, he's playing out of his mind. These right are now. winning numbers. Like, these are winning performances despite the interceptions. But you're not winning games. Right. And ultimately, right. stats don't matter. All that really matters is winning games. Mm-hmm. Is that realization enough for them to do something drastic? Is my question here. Because I think it's absolute, I think it is reasonable to say the current construct of this team. The current direction that this team has been built toward is not working. Yep. It's so This flawed. is year three of Brian Flores. This is year five of, of, of Chris Greer. And they're losing to the 0-6, 0-5 Jaguars in London. Yep. Yep. They're losing to a below average Falcons team. So I, I, I think that you know there, there seems to be a divide among the fan base, uh, people who want Watson and people who don't think Tua is the problem. I, I also I agree that Tua is not the problem. Yeah. But I think that this the nucleus of this team needs to be reworked. I'm not advocating for a trade for Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, I'll stay out of the legality of it, but I'm not advocating for that trade to happen. But I think something drastic needs to happen well, because it, I, I don't think you can stay the course yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's clear there's a deep-seated issue. There are problems here. This is, this roster has been completely overvalued going into this season, and now you're seeing what happens when that takes place. Marcel Louis Jacques, a couple more here with us. The uh, fine ESPN NFL Nation Dolphins reporter. Read all of his work, ESPN.com. And everything you said, we are 100% on the same page. So I do ask you this because I... Uh, read uh, Albert Breer earlier today. I've seen plenty on the Houston side of this. And there's not a ton of incentive right now for the Texans to really rush into anything. In fact, there might be more sense if they waited till after the season. There are some desperate teams right now. It seems like the Dolphins want to get in on this. The Panthers now appear to be a player in this after Sam Darnold's face plant uh, fest continued yesterday. So... Do, do the Dolphins have, right now, a need to urgently pursue and get this wrapped up with Deshaun Watson if they're going to do it? No, I don't think so. Um, and for, again, staying away from the morality of it, mm-hmm. uh, the uncertainty of it. The reason why Houston wants to get rid of him asexually is because there's a risk of an indictment. And if he is indicted... He is not playing for a very long time. No, nope. you know what I mean. That's, yeah, this sure. is we're not just talking about a couple games suspension. We're talking about possible jail time. Mm. You're going to jail, and then you're going to come back and play in the NFL. I mean, Mike Vick did it, but I, you know, that's uh, we live in a different world now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure what that does to his NFL career, but it's not going to be good. Yeah. And if he's indicted, his trade value is zero. Matter of fact, I think he goes to jail, you might be able to avoid that contract. So uh, it, I, there's a reason why these rumors are starting to come out. There's a reason why they generally, from Houston's perspective, uh, matter of fact, when, you know, the first thing I think when I hear teams A and teams and team B are close to finalizing a trade, my first thought is, okay, team A is trying to get team C, B, and E to sweeten <laughs> that Sure, out. absolutely. 
Absolutely. If I, so, I, that's what yeah. it feels like, and that's what it has felt like. And by the way, just sort of uh, backing up what you were saying uh, about Tua, Marcel, uh, Pro Football Focus has Tua at an 89 overall grade the last two weeks. That's the fourth best in the NFL mm. in that span. I mean, it, that just further drives home the point that Tua is, is not the, the biggest glaring problem. It may not even be a problem at all. Exactly. And what I, I found kind of interesting, too, is uh, my colleague Jeff Garlington said on Ryan Rosello's podcast uh, that Stephen Ross is not the driving factor of any interest here. That it, he said it's coming from the football stand, like the football side. Okay. So that's Greer, that's Flores. Wow. And if you think about it, man, what do either of these men care about those draft picks in a trade? If they trade for Deshaun, he plays, he's a star, they win games, those picks don't matter and you just got a superstar at a bargain. If he never plays, or if this whole thing blows up, both men are, are fired before those picks even come into play. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're right. So I think it's it, it is a it is an extremely believable. It, it, it's a very believable that any interest in pursuing Deshaun Watson is coming from the football side of things, which would be disappointing because how many times has Brian Flores come in front of the media and said Tua is our guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. uh, The whole thing seems messy, and it seems like however this ends is going to be really, really dramatic and make a lot of people feel really bad. Like I don't see anything positive because there's so much divisiveness now around to him, and then if you go get Deshaun Watson, obviously there's going to be a lot of bad surrounding that, and I'm just bracing myself because the next week, you said this next week could be really ramped up conversation. I agree, Mm. and none of it's going to be positive. Marcel, awesome work as always. Marcel Louis-Jacques again. NFL Nation Dolphins reporter ESPN. Really, really, really strong. Really appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Absolutely, man. That's, uh, we'll see where we're at next week. Yeah, yeah. It could be in a completely different world. Absolutely. It absolutely could be. Thank you so much. Marcel Louis Jacques again, NFL Nation ESPN <laughs> Dolphins reporter. He's right. I, this could be a completely different football landscape, by the way, uh, by the time we get to uh, next Monday when right. uh, Theo and I are, uh, are talking to you. But, do you agree? Any way that this this goes down, it feels like it's just going to be ugly and make everybody feel gross. Yeah, this has been. And you think that when you think the Dolphins have gotten to a low point week to week, back to back game losing field goal, you know, losing on a game winning field goal at the final second, it can only get worse from yeah. there. It doesn't yeah. feel like there's any positive at the yeah. end of this road. At least you go to Buffalo next week at Marcel <laughs> underscore LJ again. Marcel Louis Jacques, we appreciate him for the Dolphins deep dive. Dolphins reporter for ESPN NFL Nation. We'll take your calls when we come back, and we'll talk about players that we just flat out missed on NFL players we just flat out were wrong about. Mine is pretty embarrassing. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Christina Costanza, she's here running things until 1. I'm Ken Levicka. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. Man, I've been doing this whole show with my fly open. I just noticed that. <laughs> like I went to the bathroom right before the show, and then I realized my fly's been open the whole time. Sorry, Theo, if I was, like, pointing my groin in your direction and my yeah. fly was open. I've, I've been offended the whole time. I was going to wait till <laughs> after the show. I was gonna <laughs> Theo's already sent an email to HR, yeah. in fact. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Christina Costanza, you'll uh, hear her again, 3 o'clock. Josh Cohen and the home team. I didn't even, I even eat my damn yogurt. 
I haven't even eaten my damn yogurt. I'm supposed to eat it every day at like 11.15 and I didn't get to it yet. I know it's funny. I actually was yelling for your name today, so it's probably why your fly's still open because I made you run out of the bathroom because I couldn't find you anywhere. I thought I was in trouble, actually. (laughs) I know, screaming Ken in the office. Tina yells at me, I get really, really concerned, actually. (laughs) For my well-being, not because something's wrong, but just for my well-being. Ken Levick alive, and let me tell you about EDS Air Conditioning. You know what makes you feel bad about your well-being when you're hot as hell and you feel awful in your condo or your apartment because your AC has gone out. And so uh, the forecast next week, for the first time, we're going to get lows into the 60s and everyone's going to say, including basic white girls like Tina, break out the boots. Let's put the (laughs) boots on. Let's go take Instagram photos. Pumpkin spice. And you know what's going to happen the next week? 90. Mm. Because 90. that's what happens here in Florida in oh. October and in November and in South Florida. So don't be fooled. You need that air conditioning. You need EDS air conditioning. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. Family owned and operated since 2006. You can trust them. And they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. What does that mean, Can You say it all the time. They have the best equipment. They're doing the job right. So, yeah. We've made it through the hottest parts of the year, but you still need your AC. Winter doesn't mean you just pack that thing away. Absolutely not. You're still using it the vast majority of the winter. If it goes down, you need a solution. EDS is, yes, EDS air conditioning. All you have to do to set an appointment is call 561-316-8799, 561-316-8799, or go to edsairconditioning.com. EDS is, yes, they handle your plumbing matters as well. That's 561 316 7995613168799 EDS air conditioning EDS is yes go to edsairconditioning.com Who am I going to Tina? Steven in West Palm. Steven's in West Palm. Hey Steven. What's up Ken? I got two points I want to make with you. Uh the first thing I want to say is the biggest surprise out of the Dolphins and the Chiefs to be the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, only because that everyone expects us to be a playoff team. I mean, everybody, even sure. the play-by-play guys. Sure. And when you look at who the Chiefs lost to, they lost to the Chargers, the Ravens, the Bills, and the Titans. I yeah. mean, they lost to pretty much the four relatively top teams in the league. Not exactly sad. And my sad. second point, yeah, yeah, you know, and my second point, I, want, I was really curious to what your point of view is this. Um, as far as Tua, because, I'm, you know, I was kind of on Coquille's side as far as mm-hmm. calling back on. But anyway, um... Would you take Tua over, is he that much better, better than Jared Goff? Is he that much better than Terry Bridgewater? Is he even that much better than Daniel Jones? And I want to hang up and uh, thanks. I'm curious what you say. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I do appreciate you uh, giving a callback on Coquel's rag arm for Tua. <laughs> uh, so here's how I feel about that. I, I do not want to make a comparison about where Tua is compared to Jared Goff and Daniel Jones and Teddy Bridgewater because those guys have so much more experience in this league. We're not talking a couple of games. We're talking about a couple of years. I think that that comparison is very, very unfair. And I honestly, right now, with the throws Tua's making, the last two weeks, Jared Goff doesn't have Tua's numbers. Last two weeks, Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have Tua's numbers. They're not having four touchdown games. Uh Uh-uh. Daniel Jones, no. So, yeah, I would take Tua, even if the unfair comparison exists that we're talking about three guys who've been in the league for four, five, six years. Meanwhile, Tua's 13 games in. Are yeah, we, I are, would take Tua right now. Are we going to consider the opponents, though? Sure, sure. That's okay. fine. As long as that's we're fine. doing that, because it was the Jags yeah. and, the, and the Falcons. Is Tua perfect? No. no he's, he's not perfect. Is next Sunday against Buffalo a litmus test? Yeah, mm. absolutely. That's maybe the biggest litmus test if Tua's even here yeah. any longer. But 
Did Teddy Bridgewater, did we judge him this much after 13 games? Daniel Jones sure as hell didn't get judged this much after 13 games. I know that for a damned fact. Okay? Like, there, there is a built-in desire for people to see Tua fail. And I don't know how, and it's funny, and we giggled about rag arm, but nothing that Tua has done over the last two weeks would suggest he has a rag arm. He has thrown some lasers, some bullets. Yeah. And he doesn't have anything around him. And again, they're a bad football team. They're a flat-out bad football team. He's not the biggest problem. It's the roster construction. It's the lack of depth. It's no wide receiving core. It's just bad. The whole thing is bad. When we return, Troll Theo makes his appearance on this Monday. He's got some things to say to a certain quarterback in the NFL who's off to a rough start. And by the way, he's head coach as of this morning, tested positive for COVID the day after his team took a thumping in Tampa. Mm, mm, mm. I can't wait. Troll Theo coming out of his cave. (laughs) And he has some things to say when we return. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Christina Costanza, I'm Ken Levick. We're live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. Drop here today, my Kia K5 GT that I got at Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport, Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Why should you go in and buy a car for them? Well, one, the Kia selection is unmatched. Uh, two, you can get your car serviced to Greenway Kia West Palm Beach like I am scheduled to do this week. Uh, and three, it's the finest car buying experience, the most comfortable car buying experience, and the car buying experience that will show you more than any one that you've ever had that they are looking out for you, that they've got your back. Their credit clinic is on site at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. If your credit is bad, and folks, let me tell you, I have been there, I have done that. It's a bad feeling. You think you can never buy anything like a car. They are looking out for you at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Don't let credit issues keep you from going to buy a car. You don't want to mess around with this. You need an automobile you can depend on. They are going to look out for you at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. George, Mike, everybody over there. They are going to get you in a car. You're going to be happy about that. You don't have to freak out every month about whether or not you can make the payment. It's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Check out the selection and be a proud owner of a Greenway Kia West Palm Beach Kia like yours truly. It is Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. And a man who is pettier than myself. A mm. man that on Sundays will call his friends but FaceTime them so they can look him right in the eyes while he roasts them. <laughs> he is the NFL. He is the football troll. He is Theo Dorsey, and it is time now for Troll Theo on this NFL Monday. Theo, who are we trolling today? (laughs) You know, I I don't pretend myself to be that NFL expert, that Mm -hmm. genius that watches an NFL game and says, hey, that quarterback doesn't know how to read a defense. He doesn't know what he's doing out there. Sure. That's until I turn on the Chicago Bears football game. <laughs> and I look out there on the field and I see you, Justin Fields. Oh, no. I see you, Justin. Good old Justin. You know, six picks, 22 sacks since he's been playing in the NFL, just two touchdowns. That same Justin Fields. And But you know what? I, I think I know what the problem is, Ken. What's that? What's that, Theo? I think I know the problem, Justin. The game's too slow. The game is too slow for Justin Fields. Oh, we need no. to speed it up. We uh-huh. need to get him some more some uh-huh. more action there. The game is too slow for him. That's why he's putting up three points in a game. Mm. That's why we all thought he was a fantasy sleeper that you get in the late round, and he could put up some points, and he's giving up duds and getting negative points every week. 
Justin He's Fields. He's on my fantasy team. See, Christina, you feel my pain. You feel my pain. I'm joining Christina in on this FaceTime call. Justin Fields, it is hilariously bad what's going on right now. And for a guy who's an Ohio State quarterback, who could have saw this coming? I mean, all of the great Ohio State quarterbacks, Troy Smith, Cordell Patterson, I mean, Braxton Mill, he comes from a, a place that produces NFL quarterbacks. Justin Fields, I'm sure it'll happen. He'll turn it around, right, Ken? It's yeah. got to happen. Yeah, I mean, he seems well on his way. <laughs> Troll Theo, not only ripping apart Justin Fields, but taking shots at the Ohio State University as well. And that's Quarterback why he's the, University. He's the best in the business. <laughs> Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. Hey, real quick, Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. He is my good friend, and he is going to help you in any personal injury matter, whether it's slip and fall, uh, car accident, boating accident, motorcycle accident he wants to make sure you get the compensation you deserve everybody at Lawler and Associates they have decades of trial experience they have seen it all they have fought for all types of people that's Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys he'll join us tomorrow here on Ken Levick Alive as a longtime NFL agent he is our agent insider our sports law insider here on Ken Levick Alive but that's Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys free consultation so they can represent you. It's wanttolawyerup.com. That's wanttolawyerup.com. Lawler & Associates, personal injury attorneys. Theo's back tomorrow with me. We'll be at Breakers West for the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl golf outing. So we're getting bougie up in here, Theo. Can't wait, man. Let's go. We're going to be dressed in, well, for me, khaki shorts. <laughs> golf attire. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. dressed, though. That's yeah. dressed. Yeah, that is it compared to my <laughs> usual sweatpant attire. Yeah, you're right. That's hey, true. promise me you'll zip your fly up. Yeah, there will be a zipped fly tomorrow at Breakers West for the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl. I have a meeting with HR. Uh, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Well done, brother. Appreciate you. Peace out. He'll be back tomorrow. Christina Costanza, she did really well. You can hear her again, 3 o'clock. Josh Cohen and the home team, and she's going to spend the next two hours lamenting Justin Fields as her fantasy quarterback. Uh I'm Ken Levicka. I don't have the attention span to play fantasy. We've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye.